0: Welcome back to the Oklahoma Today podcast bringing you all the best our state has to offer. Have you heard about this music stuff? Apparently it can even be performed live. So we're talking to live music expert and aficionado Evan Jarvix about some awesome local live shows that you can catch this summer. But before that let's get into our question of the week. We asked you which band or artist is on your live music bucket list. First up editor in chief Nathan Gunner.
1: Most of mine have uh, since gone on to their reward. Unfortunately
0: they've they've kicked the bucket before you could.
1: Yeah um, and then a A lot of the other, I don't know, I don't leave, I after Bowie and Prince I just try not to leave anybody on the ground so this is actually a I've been thinking about this since yesterday and I have failed to come up with anyone because I go to so many concerts Mm -hmm. and I'm like well shoot Um, I know one though um, I really hope my brother doesn't listen to this podcast because I might be spoiling his birthday present but Dwight Yoakam is coming to I want to say Riverwind Mm -hmm. one of the casinos and maybe the Grand I can't remember one of the casinos nearby Oklahoma City uh, and I love love Dwight Yoakam and my brother loves Dwight Yoakam and it's right before his birthday so I think I'm going to get him tickets. But, John, if you heard that, I'm just saying that for the podcast and it's not really true. It's really true. Got it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait, was Dwight So Yochum, Dwight Yoakam, yeah. I, I guess Dwight Yoakam. Was Dwight Yoakam the one that was in Sling Blade? Yeah. Okay. No. Yes. He wasn't the main guy. I mean, no, was, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he wasn't. French yeah. fried potatoes. I got it. <laughs> he could have been. Uh, yeah. Little also Sister, in, don't you? That's a great song. He was also in Panic Room. He was in Panic Room. That's right. And yeah. Yeah, that. he was very creepy in that movie. Wait, well, I think he was in Crank. Like, that guy's been in a lot of crazy movies. Yeah, but mostly yeah. it's just his music I like. Yeah, Like, Thousand Miles from Nowhere, that's a great song. That's one of the great country songs it, of all time. It must
0: be nice to be so good at one thing that you can just be like, uh, I'm going to go do some other stuff for a while, like be in movies. And people are like, <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, you're uh-huh. so good at music music you can do anything yeah uh, managing editor
2: Carly Ibarra uh, so I have two answers to this question a local person and a non local no. person the local person I really have no excuse for not seeing her already but Carter Sampson I love no, and I would like you're to a see huge Wonder fan of Tr- Carter Sampson mm-hmm. yeah um, and the non local person is Depeche Mode which they're going oh, on tour good. so oh, I that's
1: to a there. good answer okay. I never even thought of that if you yeah. oh I know another one that's going to get crossed off soon is Orville Peck Megan because we're going to go see Orville Peck at the Joneses in August. That was my answer. Oh, uh, shoot. You, sorry. Pretend I didn't say anything.
3: Pretend but I didn't I say anything. I have multiple answers. Okay, good. So it's okay.
1: Good. Okay. <laughs> yes.
3: Okay.
0: Uh, multiple sorry. answer. Have her photo yeah. editor, Megan Ross.
3: So well, it's funny you should ask, Greg, because Orville <laughs> Peck. <laughs> who's that? I, I'm. Me and Nathan are going to go see Orville Peck on August 9th at the Jones assembly, and I am so excited about that because I am a person who is pretty neurotic, and I don't really like to go to concerts. That Mm. much because I don't like to stand in crowds of people for long periods of time. It makes me very uneasy and I I find somebody to make an enemy (laughs) with. (laughs) What (laughs) kind of concerts are you going to? (laughs) There's always a really, there's always, I always realize how short I am when I go to a concert. I'm like, I can't see, and there will be like some person dancing crazily. Anyway, you can tell I'm not temperamentally like suited to be around big crowds of people. But I will say, um, I would kind of like to see the Pixies. Mm, Although I've had many one. opportunities too, and I have not, and so I'm questioning how much I really do want to see the <laughs> Pixies. Really but then also Guar. Oh, I would uh, love to see Guar, uh, but, but they're, they're pretty, shy. Delay, right? But yeah. there's it doesn't matter who's They've gone under on. there. Like <laughs> yeah.
1: it's just it's they some... used to play at the Diamond Ballroom like once a year. But, and, and I
3: never did go, and I always wish I would have. They're playing at Rocklahoma this year.
4: Really? But oh, I'm yeah.
2: like,
3: oh. I don't think I'm committed enough to to buy a ticket to Rock, lo- like that's really the only band I want to see is Guar.
1: I think you can get like a one day pass or something. It's yeah, not that expensive. Yeah.
3: Yeah. But I'm you know, I'm not gonna well, so get you have to in go my to Prior. Car. Yeah, you yeah. Know. Which is I'm prior like, to am just like If Guar showed up in my backyard, I would go outside and check him out. So know? that's okay. You're committed enough to
1: walk ten feet.
3: Yeah, or okay. go somewhere in, <laughs> in my city. Okay. That's fair. That's yeah. fair.
1: Guar, come back to the diamond ballroom. Me and Megan yes, would love to come yes. see you. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that was a long answer. A good, those were all good answers. That's the Pixies. Good, I can't believe I didn't think of the Pixies. That's a really good... Or the Breeders, too. Mm, I would love mm-hmm. to see them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
4: research editor Ben Lucian. It's not likely to happen anytime soon, but it could theoretically still happen, which is why I'm including it on my list. But if um, if Andre 3000 ever wants to stop oh. playing uh, the flute randomly throughout <laughs> the streets of answer. America, uh, an OutKast reunion tour, I don't think they've played since good 2014. answer. Um, so that would be at the top of my list. Outcast is sort of like. They could easily be like the number one. They could be like. You know how there's like arena rock bands. It could be the yeah. arena hip hop yeah. band, but totally. they they just don't they don't play. So That's
1: too bad. That's, That's too bad. I almost put a Fuji's reunion on my mm, on mine, but I another, think it's so unlikely to happen that I just it's not even worth mentioning. Yes,
4: yeah. right. <laughs> well yeah, I think um uh Lauren Hill brought out uh, a brief Fuji's reunion uh during one of her shows recently. But really? It's not that'll okay. be like one of the last ones. So, <laughs> yeah, I
1: would buy tickets to a Lauren Hill show, but uh, I'm not sure she'd show up, so I, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't. What was that meme? Someone was like, "Are you going to that Lauren Hill concert later?" Lauren uh, Hill. Nah. <laughs> What about you, Greg? Who's Uh, on your bucket list? Pat Boone. It's Weird
0: Al Yankovic. (laughs) It's Weird Al Yankovic. Have you ever seen Weird Al live? I have never seen Weird Al live. I agree. He's great live. Surprises me as well. Highly recommend Uh, seeing Weird Al live. I I actually just crossed one of my uh, bucket list bands off last month when Man or Astro Man played at uh, the Pony Boy. Um, I've seen. The white, uh, I've seen the white stripes. I've seen they might be giants oh, a number Jack of times. Jack White is uh,
1: definitely on my bucket list. For uh, sure.
0: Tenacious D. Uh, I, I even got to see Dick Dale and the Deltones. So after I, oh, and uh, apparently this uh, this weekend I'm gonna go see the Flaming Lips play uh, oh. Yoshimi. Oh great! Versus the Pink Robots. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, but they're so good live too. After I after I finally see Al, uh, then I'm 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 gonna do it, guys. I'm a fine. Finally, gonna buy a bucket.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've been
0: waiting all these years. I've got so much stuff that would fit in a bucket, and I just haven't because so I things. haven't, you know, haven't crossed it off. Uh, here's what you guys had to say. Uh, our old buddy and intern Cooper Marshall uh, said he was Coop. literally just thinking about this when the when he saw the post. Uh, he wants to see Japanese breakfast in Aurora. Oh, Those are good. His top
1: two. I want to see, good. yeah, a Japanese breakfast. That's I fun. feel like I've seen Japanese breakfast, but now I can't remember where. I where. saw it at
4: Norman Music Fest.
1: Maybe that was it. I don't remember. Remember, were they at the tower at some point recently maybe I feel like I've seen them but I, now it's gone uh, John France said
0: Chicago which is I've, I've got to imagine that's another like they've got a thousand members too
1: Chicago uh, as Brian and I like to note Chicago has the widest spectrum of good to terrible music <laughs> of any band <laughs> Like hmm. that we can think of. Like when they're good, they're so good, and when Peter Cetera is singing,
2: <laughs> so bad. Oh. I feel like I saw them at Frontier City one year. That tracks. That <laughs> seems
0: like a place <laughs> they would play. Uh, and then uh, Selena Garcia Lautzenheiser uh, said, Huey Lewis in the news." That's okay. Cool. That'd be really fun. Oh, I, I love this some choice. Lewis. Good for her
1: for owning that. That's a I know, you I know. Know, Sports is a great record. It, I, Me and Patrick Bateman love that record. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. no, I Huey Lewis and the News is like a really fun party band yeah like they that, are. that would they be are. that would be a really fun show to see like, like nobody's coming to a Huey Lewis and the yeah. News show like
1: depressed yeah except maybe Huey I once heard someone call Hootie and the Blowfish uh, The they say uh, they wish they were they were trying to be the Huey Lewis and the News of the 90s and I went
3: <gasps> I think any comparison wow. of Hootie to Huey is <laughs> not the right the Hootie Huey spectrum I I I am a proud lover of Huey Lewis and the news. I, I'm glad they so. deserve a lot of love. <laughs> That's good. That's
0: a good uh, answer. All right. Uh, well, now let's talk about some upcoming shows that you can knock off your bucket list with Evan Jarvix. And we are very pleased to bring you the man who has forgotten more about local music than you'll ever know. Uh, oh. the, uh, the editor-in-chief, the listener, uh, chief weirdo. At uh, com, Evan Jarvis. Welcome to the podcast, Evan. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, well, uh, this is the uh, this is a, a really good season for live music. Obviously, uh, you know, we, we've had some crazy patio weather like it hasn't even hit 90 degrees yet. Yeah, uh, like it, it's a good time to actually be outside and listen to some live music. So I wanted to know sure. uh, from you, what are some uh, what are some upcoming uh, shows, festivals uh, that, that people need to be looking for?
5: sure um well there's there's tons of them (laughs) uh festivals definitely um when we're talking summer weather we're typically thinking outdoor things um there's certainly some camping type festivals around the the state which i'm sure you're fairly familiar with i um i actually have a whole list of notes here i brought for this so um (laughs) A couple of, a couple of, uh, <laughs> is that, uh, what do we call summer music? Um, technically summer starts June 21st and runs okay. through September 23rd. So that's what I'm going off of, which means, uh, like normal music fest typically thought of as like a start the summer thing, but that's an April, you know, Juneteenth pride, May fest jazz in June, Paseo, all that stuff. Technically not summer. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the spring's
0: been packed.
5: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but, um, and there's, you know, stuff on the other side of that too, like uh, Plaza District is usually just after summer or so. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Gosh, where do I even start? Um, Red Brick Knights is great in Guthrie. Yeah, if uh, folks have never been to that, that's been going for a number of years now. Started as kind of a small thing, um, just in downtown Guthrie. Uh, back in the day, Justin Fortney, who's now in charge of a lot of uh, travel uh,
0: yeah. stuff, Friend of the podcast.
4: Um,
5: yeah. 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 Um, he had this thing called apothecary nights and it was like this little bitty street thing that they did. And it's amazing to kind of see how it's just completely blown up into this big thing. Like if you can go on one go during July, cause that's when they pair it with their July 4th fireworks and all that. And it's just yeah. the whole town shows up for it. They always pick great music. And that's another thing I'll mention here is like, um, make Oklahoma weirder and what I do in, in music in Oklahoma, I focus on stuff that's original. I focus on stuff that's a little under the radar. So, um, I'm not really going to talk about like major national touring bands or, you know, or like cover bands, like bands that go out and play three hours worth of hits. Like I'm into stuff that's like original artists from Oklahoma who are telling their stories. And like, that's really what I'm into. And that's, a great thing about red brick nights. He always books stuff like that. Plus there's usually uh street performers. That's something they added a, a year or two ago. So before the festivities officially start early on in the evening, they'll have some street performers at some strategically placed locations throughout downtown, just doing the old fashioned busking
0: thing. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, and that's just an amazing town to hang out in too like oh, yeah. I'm are for for live music there's great food it's and it's it really is a very walkable uh town especially yeah. when they do these festivals it
5: really is yeah and they block off some of the streets for that too which is really nice um and there's there's wonderful little shops that you know might not always be open late throughout the week but they stay open for this event and it yeah. just feels really alive down there so Great way to experience music. Music really is front and center there, too. They've moved the stage around a couple times over the years due to various developments. But last time I went to one last year, uh, they had it like right in the middle of the crossway of two streets. Like there's there's no better way to feature it than that. So those are on the the first Saturday of the month. So Red Nights Guthrie is great. Um, I want to mention uh, Round Barn in Arcadia. They have some stuff usually on the weekends. It's best if you can follow like a Facebook page or two to keep up to date with, you know, some local artists that might pop up on like a Sunday afternoon or something. Mm-hmm. But in September, they usually get a bunch of ukulele players together and oh. they do a little ukulele festival. Um, which I know because I'm pretty close to the ukulele community. It's <laughs> It's not a whole proper festival with, you know, all all sorts of bells and whistles. It's just a bunch of, you know, a few, I don't know, maybe a hundred people or so gather around and uh, just trade off various ukulele performers. They usually have a food truck or two and, you know, the round barn's open. It's just really laid back, just, you know, all about the music. So that usually happens in September. I don't think they've announced anything yet, but... I've been to that a couple times. It's always fun, um, but Round Barn in general, they they really start having some acoustic music pop up around summertime. So that's yeah, always fun. Uh, you
0: you usually hit the farmers market out there as well around the same time. So sure, yeah, yeah. That's I'm not
5: a- sure exactly how that lines up because yeah. <laughs> a lot of times uh, Round Barn will have music on like Sundays. Even, yeah. So
0: I tell you, but, yeah. you know what's really great about those shows as well is it's for, for some of us who are getting older, uh, it happens to almost half the population people keep aging. Uh, the rest of us immortal vampires but uh, uh-huh. the but but if you can't make it out to a bunch of evening shows and maybe you've got kids or maybe maybe you just have a job that doesn't let you stay up all that late, the round barn stuff is really wonderful because it's during the day and it's and, and yeah. again you're right it's totally laid back but it's also very music focused and it's so nice to because uh, sometimes festivals can really be almost more about the food trucks and more about the you know the right. circumstances so it's really great to have stuff that's focused on the music. I agree, which I will
5: shout heard on heard out real quick because it's kind of one of those that I think is kind of found a balance. Like they, they do still make that music kind of like the big headlining event, but it also feels very much like uh, a street festival. Yeah, yeah, it's
0: a, it's a, it's a street fair, great food and fun stuff, but it is, they have a really huge stage there on second street. Um, And I, I mean, I've seen like JB out there and a bunch of other people performing. It's it's yeah, it's a wonderful stage.
5: Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, they, they're also really good about picking up and coming artists that folks may not be super aware of while mixing them in with different genres and pairing them with artists you might know. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I could, I could go through tons of those, um, Sunday twilight concert series downtown. Edmund vibes has been popping up recently. That's I think first Thursday.
0: Yeah. And, and I think the difference so, Herd on Herd is more of like the outdoor festival and vibes is like individual businesses downtown that have uh, a musician come and play in their in their venue or around their venue. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, the, a really great place for that. I always uh, go to the Edmund Rail Yard. That's that's one of my favorites because yeah. uh, they have a yeah. bunch of great artists out there
5: right yeah that one's really been more of a recent development because herd on herd turns 10 this year i know it's Um, crazy isn't it yeah i know um whereas vibes i think what is this year three maybe
0: maybe two or three yeah it's very recent but uh but yeah and and, uh again some really great like patio spaces out there and uh yeah fun stuff
5: yeah um gosh i have so many here um when I want to mention Rush Fest up in Tulsa. It's big if you're into R&B-centered music. It's not exclusive to that, but T-Rush has been doing Rush Fest up there for a while. And I think there's not a lot of, when when you think about summer music in Oklahoma, you tend to think, you know, more of like the the country and the bluegrass and the red dirt. And there's plenty yeah. of that. Um, but it's really great that there's something that's focused on R and B. That's, that's, I want to say it's in the Whittier district, but that's in July. So that's coming up pretty soon. And I finally saw T rush, been wanting to see her for a while, but she came down and did a benefit show in OKC recently. And just, yeah, if you can get to see T rush alone, that's well, well, (laughs) (laughs) well worth, uh, Going out for but that's one of those that I believe it's outdoor, um, but they also have um, inside venues as well that kind of supplement the outdoor stuff kind of like a lot of the bigger festivals historically do in Tulsa. So, um, El Reno. uh, This is a new one the art mix on 66.
0: I've seen that popping up lately.
5: Yeah, so that's new. It's it's their inaugural one that's coming up really soon, June 24th, 25th. It's a two-day event of music and art and a lot of local artists. Um, I know it's partially been organized by uh, the folks who run Vices out there in El Reno, Vices Bar and Venue, which I'm a big fan of. I like Vices a lot. And so they are really good about bringing some of the artists from the city out to El Reno, just a little ways off the map. And um, they they know their artists pretty well. So there's a good mix of uh, like Lucas Ross is playing out there. But oh, you also have... Yeah. You also have like a hip hop duo uh, True Ambition and Zuna Fish, and you have like M and the Mother Superiors. If you like psych music, uh, the Contraband down from Norman, which is Tanner's band from uh, Blue Bonnet. Like it's it's a really nice mix. Yeah, so the art mix on '66. It kind of lives up to its name.
0: Yeah, and and I mean again, El Reno is just one of those like. I know so many concerts happen in our bigger cities, Oklahoma City, Tulsa and the suburbs and things like that. But truly, uh, we've got Guthrie, El Reno, Ada, uh, there are a lot and there are some really fun towns that that are not um, that aren't quote unquote local to, uh, to everybody, uh, especially not all the musicians, but they, they pull in great bands. And, uh, yeah. it, it, it's also fun to get to see, uh, performers you love in a different venue because stuff happens sometimes, you know, it, it, you, you see a new side of people on a stage.
5: Yeah, it's true. Um, I'm glad you brought up Ada cause I feel like they're super slept on in terms of like music. There's a lot of really great music that comes out of Ada yeah. A lot of metal, if you're into <laughs> metal, um, but there's also like a lot of hip hop down there. Um, I mean, it is kind of like a small college town and it feels like it, but it's, I mean, Adafest has been going on for a number of years. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been down for a couple of those. I actually looked it up for this one and learned that Adafest is not happening this year. No. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> uh, well, it's not so much, I mean, festivals come and go, as we all know, Yeah. Um, which, um, but the, the organizers, according to a post that they made, they're taking a break and doubling down for 2024. Okay, so apparently they're going to reboot something or start something new in 2024. So I don't know what that is, they're very vague about it, <laughs> and a lot of things can change in a year. But Adafest is not happening this year, but uh, apparently something is going to be happening next year. Yeah, um. Got to mention this one because I feel like nobody talks about Rentiesville, oh, um, yeah. the blues fest that they have out there, That's which I have not been to. But I just I always forget about it. I mean, it's such a small town. It's such a small little event, um, yeah. and yet it's such a big deal. It's the only place I really know that that does like an authentic blues festival. Because blues can mean a lot of things. A lot of folks have kind of appropriated it to become these other genres that are influenced by the blues. But yeah,
0: well, did you ever see the the movie uh, Ghost World? Oh yeah, yeah. What you're talking about? There was that joke where it's like, (laughs) up next is Blues Hammer. They get up there and they're very clearly just like kind of a classic rock, hard rock band. It's like, yeah, it's, I mean, the blues, huh? So, no, I get you. Yeah, And Rentiesville has that great history, too, as one of the original all-black towns. Yeah. And, and I didn't know that. But,
5: okay, yeah. I, I I mean, I learned it recently. Yes. But, like, yeah, I mean, I literally, for being as, like, involved in music as I am, I mean, I didn't know about this for a long time. But, yeah, um, I, I watched, a, OETA did a really nice little uh, feature on them earlier this year that I watched and it really yeah. caught me up on all the history out there. So,
0: well, and you know, DC Minner, uh, that, that place is a great place to catch blues anytime, uh, especially yeah. with, uh, with Selby Minner and her band out there, but, but yeah, that the Dust Till Dawn Blues Fest is such a, like, if you, if you were into it, if you want to, if you want to like mainline the blues, that is, that is the place you're going to see acts you haven't seen before. And, and, you know, it, I don't know, it, it, it really is. It, it feeds the soul. There's just so much happening.
5: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's on my to-do list. Um, In preparation for this, I, I was looking more into it and I was like, okay, I just, I got to go this year and <laughs> yeah, I never right. on social media. I'm like, I'm going, I got to go. <laughs> like i still haven't been but it's so special and it's so unique to us that it's just wild that i mean i just i think i've only ever heard one other person close to me ever talk about it huh. <laughs> so like yeah
0: i don't know um, it's, under it's the radar, radar. you know what's that uh, that is under the radar like if it you know if if the music community is kind of like you know only only hearing whispers about it you know
5: yeah yeah i'm sure i'm sure i could talk to some folks like if i talk to um i don't know there's a band called uh big train and the locomotives around here i'm, I'm good and, friends with the guys at big train and the Locomotives. Yeah. so i'm sure they know all about it they're really good about respecting <laughs> yeah. the history of the blues and they'll frequently just like their online content is just like hey let's talk about blues
0: yes yeah <laughs> Yeah, Jim uh, Jim Matson. He was actually in the magazine not uh, not terribly long ago because he <laughs> such a weird thing. He grills pizzas in his backyard, and I was doing a oh, whole wow. series about pizzas. Nice. <laughs> so he was he was like showing me how to make his like Thai coconut chicken pizza.
5: <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, I mentioned that to say. I'm sure there's people I know who know about it, um, but it hasn't ever come up in conversation with me. You know, um, so yeah. Um, gosh, there's a lot more. I know I don't have time for everything. Uh, I want to mention Tahlequah cause I feel like they've always got really cool camping festivals out there and, um, they had medicine stone for a while. I guess that kind of, uh, passed the baton over to diamond stone from what I understand. And so now that's kind of a red dirt thing happening in September mix of national artists with local artists. Um, rock the river, uh, just missing summer because it's june 15th to 18th but that's more of kind of like a metal fest yeah but then there's this thing called terp float which is happening in august and so that seems to be more of a i see a lot of arkansas bands on that one um so it it looks like it's maybe more of a alternative groove psych kind of thing Hmm. um but one of their headliners is Dr. Jr. from Tulsa, who I'm a big fan of. Yeah. So, Terp Float Fest is a, another one. So, Tahlequah, yeah. they, they got something just about every month out there.
0: Well, and again, you know, you were talking about Ada and that college town feel. Obviously, Tahlequah, uh, you know, yeah. has the university, and they, um, and, and it really is, there's a, there's kind of a different vibe there. Uh, I think people who haven't been to Tahlequah would be super surprised because it, it, it really feels, very collegiate. I'd like to go
5: there. Um, I mean, I've been there. My mom actually went to school there. Both my parents went to school there. Um, But since I've kind of gotten into the music thing, like I've come to meet bands who are from Tahlequah. Like there's, there's a pretty decent like pop punk thing going on in Tahlequah that you wouldn't know about, (laughs) but like there's a band called Goodfella who got signed from there. Uh, There's a newer band called through it all that our blog covered recently. So Yeah. (laughs) I should, I should go up there for a show for people.
0: And while you're there, stop at Salmonella's pizza, uh, chicken shack, which is a pizza place. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And Uh, and of course the joke being Salmonella, uh, right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's really good. It's really good pizza. It's it's some of our favorite.
5: Right. Um, I want to mention a couple of indoor things because they are only happening during summer. Um, I've got the Tulsa Punk Rock Flea Market, which happens in September. It's the first Saturday of September. I've been to the last couple. They're really fun. It's kind of one of those expo kind of con kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, you pay for an entry and you get to see a bunch of booths, people who are really into like punk aesthetics and stuff. But they have punk rock music also. And so they have a stage set aside and it's, it's like old school, like, eighties punk stuff. Um, just, just really hard and fast. And, you know, they get off the stage and somebody else comes on, like that's kind of a really unique thing. Like a lot of times you have these kind of flea market type events. And if there's a music, it's very much an afterthought, but again, it's pretty integral to this recurring event out there. Yeah. And, um, we're, we're also going to be there with a little merch table. So <laughs> if you come out there, say, yeah, I had to make Oklahoma weirder, but, um, yeah. Uh, Tulsa punk rock Flea market is fun and not a lot of folks outside of like Tulsa, Tulsa seem to know about it. Um, and then I want to mention the big show, which is a hip hop event in OKC. It's been kind of growing for the past few years. I think we're on year number four, maybe, but it's, it's not always been in the summer. I, I know it's been on October before, but this is a Southwest Des thing. So Southwest Des is a pretty big rapper here in OKC. Mm -hmm. There's tons of big rappers in OKC. Once you start paying attention, it's just not everyone knows about them. But Southwest Des has been hustling for a long time, putting out out a lot of good projects. And uh, the big show is this two day hip hop event. That's the closest thing I've seen in a while to like an OKC based hip hop fest. There's there's been festivals that have been hip hop adjacent or includes hip hop and there, there was once an attempt at an Oklahoma hip hop festival that I won't talk about. But um, the big show uh, is happening at a place called the Fuego Room, which is a Latin disco, like nightclub or something. I didn't do a lot of research there. But if you've ever wanted to, like, check out Oklahoma City Hip Hop and just needed, like, one thing to go to to check it out, because it is pretty sporadic and all over the place. And there's events happening all the time. It's just It's not very centralized, but the closest thing there is to it that I've seen is this thing called the big show. So that's happening July 28th, 29th. And I can vouch for a lot of those artists who are on there. It's it's a really, really good uh, lineup just just stop me when you're ready. Um, I mean you
0: know I, this is this is all this is all <laughs> right. I was going to say one thing uh for for listeners if you uh, if you haven't uh com is a really great stop but uh, also if you would like to support the work of, uh, Evan Jarvix, uh, and, and make Oklahoma weirder. Uh, they're actually on T public T public, uh, with a bunch of really cool t-shirts on there. And, and fr- frankly, I think the message make Oklahoma weirder, uh, resonates for a lot of us. So, right. uh, you know, really cool stuff. I I'm, I'm, uh, I'm actually looking right now. I'm like, Ooh, I'm, I want that sticker on my laptop. So.
5: Cool. Yeah. I, I appreciate the shout there. Um, yeah. Uh, the slogan seems to resonate with a lot of people and we're, we're really glad about that. Um, we, we also have physical merch at a, at a few stores. So, um, like dig it seven? or well, there's dig it in the plaza district. Okay, and so that's kind of like our home base. We, we have t-shirts, we have stickers, uh, we have hats. Um, but we also have cassette tapes. So it's a thing. Um, I I should probably put on the website as opposed to it just being a playlist somewhere. But um, over the past few years, there's a thing called Cassette Week that is, there there used to be a thing called Cassette Store Day. And it's like Mm -hmm. Record Store Day. And then some things happened and then some other folks kind of moved in and it became Cassette Week. And that happens in October and it's literally just a week for celebrating the cassette and there's deals and stuff. Um, But we got involved a few years ago, uh, right when it started and just did a couple of pop-ups around town. And now we are like the quintessential center for Oklahoma cassettes, (laughs) just because we're the only ones who are really Centralizing it. There's tape labels. Um, there are multiple labels in Oklahoma who are manufacturing cassettes, like literally. Um, but uh maybe not manufacturing, I would say duplicating. But yeah. um what we do is we we buy cassettes from bands or from labels and we kind of like put them up uh in a couple of retail spots. We have stuff at Digit. Uh we have tapes at Flora Bodega and the Paseo, and we also have tapes at Factory Obscura in their bonus track gift shop. So um, we we do little review cards and let people know what's happening in cassettes and Oklahoma music. And uh, we've got most genres on cassette that are like brand new albums from local bands and local artists. So side note there, that's another way you can support music through us. But um, yeah, we have a T public. I should do more with the T public because <laughs> there, we have designs that haven't gone up there yet. But yeah, if if you're looking for a mug or something, yeah, yeah, we we got uh, we got merch, <laughs> and um, every 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 penny we get from that goes back into fueling this thing. Like um, we're really big about paying artists, so anytime we work with a band or whatever, like we we're really intentional about that. Um, but yeah, I appreciate that shout out. Um, also, while we're talking about it, I'll take a second to mention we are turning five this year. I'm really happy about that. And so soon enough, um, our blog is going to be flooded with a bunch of old content. We never got around to putting out. (laughs) So as a celebration and and with this summer theme, we're going to do a thing called the summer purge. And it's going to be like 30 days of reviews, interviews, just a bunch of stuff that we, um, for various reasons, never quite completed or put out. And it's going to be just day after day of, of new Oklahoma info, which is actually old Oklahoma. info. (laughs) Um, But that'll be how we're going to celebrate our five-year anniversary. I think we'll probably do that around July, maybe August, but um, yeah. Uh, Thanks for the shout there. Um,
0: Well, and uh, so folks uh, absolutely uh, you can keep up with uh, Evan and, uh, make Oklahoma weirder, uh, online at make Oklahoma And, uh, for some of those larger shows and, uh, and, um, festivals and things like that, you can also find that info on travelok.com which is uh, a big uh, statewide calendar and event site. Uh, Evan, thank you so much, man, for coming on. This has been really wonderful. Oh yeah, sure. Uh, hopefully, uh, you know, uh, keep an eye on, uh, on some more stuff that's uh, happening this fall and winter. And if if you wouldn't mind, I'd love to have you back on to talk some more about live music. I, I love live music, but I, I'm such a, I'm a dope. Like I, I don't, I don't, I'm not good at keeping up with it. I'm not good at, at right. knowing what's happening next. And so I really love it having somebody so like much. you who, who's, who's
1: put, yeah. the, who's put the work into it. Right. I appreciate that. Yeah. All right. Uh, thank you guys so much. Cool. I swear, I think Oklahoma has a way better music scene than it ever gets credit for. Yeah, absolutely. Like you can. There's so much here. There's so much great music being, and I'm not talking about like concerts that come through. Like I'm like, there's so many great people making music here. And, and Oklahoma y- music is really good.
0: Yeah. And, and and not only that, it's not uh, it's not just in Oklahoma City. It's not just in Tulsa. It's not just in the big cities. It's everywhere. And all of these smaller mid sized towns that are doing music festivals and bringing in you know people uh, kind of genre festivals like blues and and uh, hard rock or country. It's it's always nice to see people that you haven't seen before or people that are up and coming. And then you know mm-hmm. then you can turn to your uh, grandkids someday and be like, I saw Radiohead when they <laughs> performed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I saw Britney Spears in 2002.
3: My she sister did. saw the Spice Girls here. Wow. The Spice Girls. I'm jealous. I, I kind mean, of am, yeah, too. At the time, I rolled my eyes, but now I'm like, oh. I, bet,
2: I, eyes, like, oh, I bet it was quite the show. Yeah. And did you? Wait, did no, you go? No, oh. I, I, bet, I bet. Oh,
1: I
3: bet it was.
2: Yes. Oh, you I bet. it. Okay. Yeah, I didn't okay. get to go.
1: Oh, well, that's too bad. <laughs>
0: All right. It is now time for us to once again plumb the depths of TravelOK.com's calendars for our weekly pod vents. And first up this week is Megan.
3: Well, Americans love conventions. It is in our blood. Whether we're going to political conventions or dressing up like Batman or some weird thing to momentarily escape the mundane aspects of our lives at Comic-Con, we flock to embassy suites and hotel ballrooms all over America to gather around our common interests. So put on your best 19th century attire and head to for the Bass Reeves Western History Conference from June 22nd to the 24th. Embassy suites will not be involved. The Three Rivers <laughs> Museum is holding this annual celebration of this historic figure of the West who is the first Black deputy U.S. Marshal west of the Mississippi River. After an evening meetup on the first night, the next morning will begin with coffee and donuts. Guests are encouraged to wear costumes. Um, along with a tour of the Honey Springs Battlefield in Chakotah, Plus, there will be speakers, contests, and lots of meals. The next day begins once again with coffee, donuts, and costumes, plus an interactive bus tour of historic sites around the area, and a presentation from keynote speaker Art T. Burton, who wrote Black Gun, Silver Star, The Life and Legend of Frontier Marshal Bass Reeves. For more information, visit BassReevesConference.com. That always sounds like so much fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, no. uh, The
1: Bass Reeves deal is so
3: cool. Yeah, Lori took pictures at it last year and it was just there were a lot of people in costume and they were eating <laughs> donuts and drinking coffee <laughs> and they looked like they had a lot of fun it, it just you know it, no one's taking themselves too seriously I like, like it's you know everybody's wiping yeah. donut crumbs out of their giant Handlebar
0: mustaches. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm excited about that Bass Reef show, too, Yeah,
0: that Taylor Sheridan's doing. That's going to be really good. All right, Carly, what's your event?
2: The Oklahoma accent is hard to define, especially because it differs depending on which part of the state you're in. But one thing is for sure, when Okies start dropping their Gs, as I want to do, you're on a have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't believe me? Well, you little whippersnapper, you check out the Okie Hillbilly Hand Fishing Tournament June 24th, held ironically at Fisher Bait and Tackle in Nowata. There are thousands of dollars in prizes up for grabs, including 2000 for the team that nabs the meatiest mass of river monsters and $500 for the largest individual fish. For those who'd rather not stick their hand into the gaping maw of a creature that survives since the late Cretaceous period, don't fret. There will be food trucks to sample non-fish cuisine, local vendors selling their handmade wares, and activities to keep the kids busy. Admission is free, but there is a registration fee for teams of one to three people. Look for Nowata Hand Fishing no G on Facebook to register and find out more info. That sounds like fun. hmm
1: I've you, never been to that one, but I've been to the Oki Noodling Festival and the Noodling Festival in Tishomingo, and they're always a really good time. You you shoved your hand into a I, I did mouth, in fact right? go noodling, and I wrote a couple thousand words about it. Yeah, like ten years ago. Yeah,
2: that's a good story. It
1: was fun. Thanks. I His arm's still all scarred up. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, speaking of Nate, what's your event? Um, this is actually a good one. Thank you for giving me this. I'm excited about this one. This sounds. I love this show. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. When the opera La Boheme first premiered in 1896 at the Teatro Reggio in Turin, Italy. Critical reception was mixed, believe it or not, but these days, the work by Giacomo Puccini is one of the most popular operas in the world, staged more than 500 times every year all over the world. The story of Rodolfo and Mimi, Marcello and Musetta, Schonard and Colleen and Benoit, their stories have captured audiences for more than a century and inspired a number of tributes and remakes, most notably the 1990s Broadway sensation Rent is based on La Boheme. I don't know if you guys knew that. Mm, nope. Now I have 525,600 Reasons to Love Rent. But just like I said when they announced a remake of Murphy Brown, I'd rather check out the original. And audiences will have a chance to do just that this Friday and Saturday, June 23rd and 24th at the Rose State College Hudeburg Chevrolet Center in Midwest City when the Painted Sky Opera Company presents La Boheme. Behold, as these beloved characters find their way in 19th century Paris, enduring starvation, poverty, disease, and the existential dread of making a living from from the expressions of your own deepest soul. So hilarity ensues. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And hey, there's a reason it's popular. <laughs> tickets start at $38, but hurry and get yours now because some sections are already sold out. I was on the ticket thing this morning and it's already starting to sell, so get get yours now. Call 405-594-8300 or visit OKCCivicCenter.com for tickets and more info. And that's a weird thing, but the Civic Center runs the tickets for the Hudeburg Center, yeah. so that's why it's CivicCenter.com. It's not at the Civic Center, it's in Midwest City, but <laughs> La Boheme. It's a great opera. Yeah. Have you guys ever
3: seen or heard Listen listened to no, all sure? I really no. want to go to the opera. Yeah, it's really beautiful. I don't know if I've ever been to an opera. Anyway. Um, I yeah.
0: personally love the idea that it is staged 500 times a year. That means that if you're like crazy rich and you've got your G5 or whatever, you can just be like, I'm going to go see La Boheme
1: every day. <laughs> I know. You could do like like Reba with the corn dogs, but La Boheme. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> mm, or I'm just saying, if if you are that rich,
0: you've got your own jet. Maybe you're probably already friends with Reba. Why not have her eat corn dogs at every every Labo M show? They you should can get sell to. corn dogs. That's, at the opera. That
3: just, is absolutely just bring the corn dogs. Do. I'm um, more interested. Wow. Well, <laughs> no offense to Reba, but I'm just saying, just bring the corn dogs. Re- Reba, i kind can't of more if she if wants. I I don't know if she's a fan of opera,
1: but if she is, if she isn't, she should watch Labo M. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Ben. What's your event? I don't know how we got to Reba on that, but okay. <laughs>
4: Okay, listen up, Buster. No more Mr. Nice Cop. Let me make myself perfectly clear. I'm going to ask one time, and you're going to give me a clean, clear, and thoughtful answer. Got it, pal? Now, do you remember the 21st night of September? (laughs) Don't um me, it's a yes or no question. Was there, was there not ever a cloudy day? Oh, cat's got your tongue, huh? You think you're so slick, but we've got the whole thing on record, bud. Earth, Wind, and Fire, that name ringing a few bells for ya? Oh, look, fellas, now they're listening. Yeah, who are you to think we'd never heard of the best-selling soul, funk, and disco legends out of Chicago? What, you think I was born yesterday? Get out of town. (coughs) Listen here, Bucko. You're going to one of two places. Either you're going to see the iconic and influential purveyors of such beloved grooves as Reasons and After the Love is Gone this Friday at Riverwind Casino in Norman for a show you already have tickets for because it is sold out. Or you're going Saturday to see the seven-time Grammy award-winning group at Tulsa's River Spirit Casino where Upper Bowl tickets are still available. Now, we can do this the easy way, and you can visit tickets.riverspirittulsa.com to reserve your seat. Or, if you'd like, we can do it the hard way. And you can call 844-765-8432 <laughs> to order. Take your pick, but make it snappy. Or we can dance on over to the Boogie Wonderland downtown. Got it, amigo? That's awesome.
2: I thought my whippersnapper comment was aggressive. <laughs>
4: that was
1: good. That was good. I was...
4: interrogation of a...
1: <laughs> I love Earth, Wind, and Fire. Those are going to mm-hmm. be good shows. Yeah. Yeah. I always thought it'd be funny if there was a... A cover band called Earth, Wind, or Fire.
3: Uh,
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just one of them. <laughs> just, the just three pick of them one. split up. Yeah. <laughs> it's Choose your own adventure. <laughs> Funk. Uh,
0: what do you got, Greg? Oh Well, unfortunately I've... Uh, this This one's kind of serious, guys. There's there's a war going on in America. Several wars. Uh, war on drunk driving, war on drugs, war on people who think it's okay to clip their toenails in public. But, but today I want to talk to you about the war on pop culture. And it's right uh, here in the Sooner State at the Oklahoma City's Pop Culture Con. Well, I'm, I'm tired of all these cons. You know, We need to talk about some pros. Let's, let's talk about the <laughs> pop culture pros. Pop culture is by definition popular. Everybody wants to be popular. So You know that kid who insists he doesn't care about being popular? He really cares about being popular. He cares the most. The most. Yeah. Pop culture encompasses so many different pieces. There's something for everybody. Pop culture can be a celebrity, a TV show, pro wrestling, people acting in giant foam turtle suits, or people acting with people in giant foam turtle suits. What we need is a way to counter all this pop culture negativity. So I I'm suggesting a, a convention of sorts. We can call it the <laughs> Oklahoma City Popular Culture Convention or Pop Culture Con for... Ooh, yep. Okay, you know what? I'm looking closely at my notes, and it turns out Oklahoma City's Pop Culture Con happening June 24th and 25th at Remington Park is kind of what I was already suggesting. Uh, attendees can meet Johnny Huang, who <laughs> toured with Vanilla Ice as wow. the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Michelangelo. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Or Brian Tochi, who was the That's voice of Leonardo path. in the 1990 film Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or Ken Scott, who played Rachel uh, in, uh, Raphael, sorry, in Teenage Mutant <laughs> Ninja Turtles 2. Uh, you know
1: what? Let's take that one again. I always hoped that Ross and Raphael would end up together. Yeah. I don't know. I like <laughs> I Rachel. We, I think we need to uh, leave that. Okay. Yeah.
0: Or Ken Scott, who played Raphael in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Us. And if you can believe it, there will also be some non-giant foam turtle suit-related celebrities there, like pro wrestler Butch Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Really? Yeah. Huh. Pippi Longstocking actress Tammy Aaron. Several colors of Power Rangers from across the years. Cartoon voice actors and more. Tickets are $25 to $100. You can get them and find more info at okcpop.com. That sounds like a lot of fun.
2: Especially yeah. if you like the Ninja Turtles. You're
1: yeah. oh, a Turtles fan. <laughs> you are
0: in S- it. Seriously, go to okcpop.com and take a look at the... It, it is it every iteration of the Turtles. I mean, they got... Turtle voices. They got turtle like suit actors. They got people I who were yeah. They're it's really, great.
1: So uh, at Dead Center last weekend, I saw this documentary about the Star Wars holiday special mm-hmm. and how it like oh, why it exists. Yes. It was really good. And what I didn't know is that like literally a year before Star Wars came, the first Star Wars movie came out. They took the actors and a bunch of the people from it around to a bunch of sci-fi conventions, like Star Trek conventions, yeah. to like whip up excitement about this movie, and oh, it worked. Cool. I know. Like a full year before the movie came Wasn't out. Wasn't it mostly
3: this. a bunch of but Chewbacca and his family? The
2: Chris- yeah, the, 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 holiday well, the special Christmas. The Christmas. Holiday special.
1: Sorry. Holiday yeah. special. Holiday um,
2: special. <laughs> uh-huh.
3: <laughs> no, um,
1: but yeah, I thought that was really interesting. That Like they showed, they had a shot from San Diego Comic Con and we're used to like the slick San Diego Comic Con of yeah. today and it was like a hand-painted sign. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it looked like, it was worse
3: than the Captain Picard Day sign. Like <laughs> it looked really bad. Nice. It was just kind of hung up there. It was really funny. Um, so. so I need to tell my brother about this cuz we watch I, I saw that holiday special for the first time last year. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a whole documentary and about it. We and we did not watch the whole thing cuz it gets pretty old after a while. Watch the that, documentary. It's more fun than watching the actual I, I thing. I think it's it really probably funny. would be yeah, yeah, highly recommend it anyway. There's only so much Chewbacca family you can Oh. And, and, and like and
0: Chewbacca's family also like they're kind of Simpson esque in the sense that they all have different and not necessarily good personalities. Like I feel like Grandpa Chewbacca was a bit of a perv.
1: Yeah, he was not great. Hmm. They talk about that in the in the documentary, and then they also note, which I think is really funny, (laughs) is that there's no dialogue in the entire holiday special for like the first ten. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just the Chewbacca is making. yeah, uh-huh. there's no uh, yeah. closed captioning or anything, so you're just kind of left to interpret whatever it is they're saying oh, to each other. Oh, I would love if there was closed captioning. Online. I know, right? What, yeah, what would it look like? I don't know, <laughs> I don't know, but anyway. So I just anyway, pop culture. but yeah, pop culture conventions, you oh. might meet the next Mark Hamill.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Well, the sound of a very confused rat trying to learn martial arts means that this episode of the Oklahoma Today podcast is coming to a close. But if you can't get enough, head over to oklamatoday.com and pick up our latest issue on newsstands right now. Send your feedback to OKTPod at travelok.com and we will talk to you again next week. The Oklahoma Today podcast is a production of Oklahoma Today magazine and Oklahoma Tourism and Recreation Department. Your hosts are Oklahoma Today editors Nathan Gunner, Greg Elwell, Carly Barr, Megan Rossman, and Ben Lucian. Theme song editing and production held by Oklahoma today's production manager bridget sloan for more information visit oklahoma
2: turtle power
3: nice uh, <laughs> nice i can't remember any any little slogans from that cowabunga pizza yeah pizza, pizza. <laughs> pizza. Just, pizza. <laughs> just pizza
1: pizza mentioning pizza